0: Welcome back to Live To Be Recognized by (laughs) Wits. You guys like that little uh, remix I did? A little, little remix. But anyways... Thank you guys for tuning in. I truly, truly appreciate it. I know I was on a little hiatus, but um, the good thing is that this week you guys are getting two episodes. So this episode is a visual. It's just me. But make sure you check out my second episode in which I do have close friends of mine, Mike, um, and we're talking about the addiction to social media. But in this episode, I want to get into a topic that when I realized I was part of this club, keyword was a part of this club. I really had to sit there and like, as you guys know, I do a lot of deep dive and a lot of deep thinking. I had to really sit there and be like, girl, we got to change some things because this is not helping you at all. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about the addiction to the future. Okay. On that note right there alone, I had to take a sip um addiction to the future something that people don't really think about in terms of having an addiction to or realizing it's an addiction or separating no i'm just a gold digger i'm always creating new goals to accomplish and you know but there is a difference between being a gold digger being someone who is very you know pri- prioritizes things so that they can have a safety net for their future or have a comfortable future for themselves versus someone who is addicted to the future. So let's get into it, right? So I have some notes down here. So if you guys see me looking down, that means I'm just referencing, you know, some of my notes and everything like that. So the future. You guys know I like to provide a Google definition with my topics before I deep dive. So when you look at Google and you look up the definition for future, many things come up, right? But What I am going to refer to in this episode is future. Time regarded as still to come. So obviously, the obvious time that's not here. Um, There is one person in particular who I do want to talk about before I go further into the topic. Kyle Sees. He is a spiritual advisor as well as a self-help coach and um, many things. Um, He was a former comedian And he did a topic on like the future and um, he was talking about, you know, far as when we're in the future, when our mind is in the future, the I you have been living currently is not yourself. It's false. Meaning if your mind is always in the future and you're always thinking of your future, the I that you are in currently is false. That is not the real you. And um, when I was thinking of that, it's like, what do you mean by that? But like, the future is you. How is the future not you? And what? Like, very confusing statement, right? But when you really think about it, if your mind is so preoccupied with what you think is going to come or what you hope to come, you can't really devote yourself to the now. You can't devote yourself to, like, who is Thai right now in this moment. You know, currently, as I'm recording this for you guys, instead of thinking, of course, you guys have seen this at a later date of, um, versus when I record it. But the point I'm getting to is that the addiction to the future and planning for the future, totally different things. So I'm going to get into it by my own example, how I realized I was somebody that was very much addicted to the future. Um, You know, I had and I do have, you know, anxiety and things I worry about stuff and worry about stuff that hasn't even happened yet that I've learned to control. But there was once a time that I would constantly be like, I need to make sure my life is straight. I need to make sure I'm good. And that was like the main focus of everything and how I moved and how I maneuvered versus what makes me feel good. I wanted to make sure I was good. You get what I'm trying to say? When I say make sure I'm good, like traditionally good, like you have a job, you went to school, you got a career. I'm not saying like that's the the standard to good. I'm saying for me, this is what I felt like was the standard of good and how I needed to operate. You got into a field, like the, you know, what you're supposed to do in life. Um, And with that being said, I wasn't doing, I didn't give myself the time to, do I feel good? Does this feel good? Or am I just doing this because I want to make sure, because I'm so addicted and thinking about the future so much that my future is good versus me in that moment. And um, when you're so addicted to the future and thinking about, okay, so I have to make sure when I get this, I can finally have this. Or when this happens, I could finally do this. And when that time never comes, You realize years have passed, time has passed, and it could have been devoted elsewhere. But instead, in your mind, you were still thinking, well, things are going to get better or things are going to change when I have the opportunity for this to happen. And when you're constantly thinking in that mind frame, you are addicted to the future and you're basing your life over things that have, one, have yet to happen yet, two, that you think are going to happen, and three, you know, you're putting so much effort and energy into the unknown and something that literally has not come into fruition. And I was doing that a lot. And I realized by me doing that a lot, I was not like, hate to bring it sound like a broken record, I was not in the now. And not being in the now made me miss out on a lot of moments that could have been tweaked for myself. Meaning, If I focused on myself in the now, there would have been more development for myself to reach the goal that I actually wanted to reach. But because my mind was so at the end game and not the journey, I was so much like moving essentially like, I don't want to say like a snail, but moving a lot slower because half of my energy was in the future, half of my energy... I don't even want to say have my energy because that's not it. Because I was addicted, right? So let's say um, 75% of my energy was in the future, 25% in the present. That's not living. It's not really at all living. And I was feeling bad for myself for even like thinking that way and for treating myself as such. Like, what girl? Like, what are we really doing here? Since I was like, you know, what are we really doing here to myself? Because so many years have passed and I had the same goals that were not completed. And yes, some goals take longer than others. I totally understand that. But a lot of these goals were ones that I'm like, I'm addicted to the idea of them. Because I ain't did much to like accomplish them. As an example, um, on a smaller term, weight loss in the sense that it was a lifestyle change. And I tried all this quick dieting. I've done, when I tell you everything and anything under the sun. And I'm still on my journey. Like, my journey is ongoing currently. But I realized that because my mind wasn't there and wasn't fixated on changing the lifestyle of things, I was addicted to the future and addicted to when I get this size, when I'm able to fit this again, when I'm able to fit that again, and I, it, five, six, seven, eight years then passed and still trying to wait to fit those same clothes is when I was like, this, something's got to be done. Something's really got to be done. And because I'm not continuing, you know, another five, six years with these thoughts. I'm not doing that to myself. And it's not fair at all. And so with that being said, that's one of many, very small. I gave that example because I feel like that's a very universal example But there was more things that in my life I was like, you know, so sure (laughs) was going to be different um, in the future I'm in now. And it's not. And that leads me to the next topic. Sometimes you're so addicted to the future that you're finally at that time and place, right, where you were like, oh, this and this and this is going to be a part of my life. And you realize it's not there. That can really hurt you and like hurt your feelings. But for what? For what? It's okay. It's okay. And, you know, because you were so addicted to this thought of when this happens by this time and when that happens by whatever time and you're finally at that time and what you thought was going to be is not it and now it it's impeding on how you feel about yourself and it's impeding on your self-esteem. Yeah, you are addicted to the future. And, um... That was one of the things I realized. I'm like, I'm not going into feeling, I don't want to say sorry for myself, but like, dang, girl, dang, come on. Like, that's how I was like feeling towards myself every time when I reached like a certain age or a certain point in like, let's say by this time, I expect blah, blah, blah. And that's another thing. You can't have expectations. You can plan, but don't have expectations. But when you plan for the future, that's the difference between being addicted in it because when you plan, you're actually making steps to accomplish the goal or to accomplish what you need to get done. When you're addicted, it's just in your mind and um, it's a thought and you're not really doing anything towards it because you just keep thinking of what's next, what's next, what's next. In tune, you could be you know, actually accomplishing goals, but now you're addicted to the what's next, what's next, what's next. Instead of just staying for a little bit and thinking yourself that you got yourself to where you want it to be, right? So I know I just dropped so many gems within that little segment, but I want to go back to real quickly to what I said earlier regarding, I just got to reference my notes real quick, is that... You're now upset that you're finally at that future self, but it's not what you thought it was going to be. And now you're upset at yourself because those same goals was in your mind for four years, five years or whatever years. And um, now you're beating yourself up. Instead of, you know, thinking, well, hopefully in the next two weeks or in the next three weeks or whenever I'm going to finally get that goal I've been wanting to accomplish but you're not making any movement or a little bit of movement. How do you expect something to happen? How do you expect for something to hatch? I mean, yes, there is the unexplainable and things can happen out of nowhere, of course. But you have to have some movement towards something to get the right energy towards you so that what you want can happen. <laughs> I know I said like a riddle with that, but those that know, y'all know what I'm saying. But anyway... um, Another thing like I was referencing before I wanted to go back to is that you need to really think yourself like that's another thing that helped me stop living in the future. Right. And like thinking so much about the future was I actually got some of the things that I wanted by a certain period of time or even what I wanted in general for myself. And I'm like, I have to. Sit down sometimes and be like, girl, you did that. Remember, you're at a place. And I want for those that, you know, are feeling down right now and not feeling the greatest about yourself. I want you to take this moment, okay, and thank yourself and hug yourself because the old you are happy at where you are because there was a point in time where you wanted to be where you are right now. Now, let's say you're not, you know, let's say for those that are like, nah, I'm not where I want to be. And I never want to be in this predicament. Well, by you hearing this and by you listening to this, guess what? You're going to change your predicament, you know, you're going to put some tools in place to help yourself change your predicament. So I just wanted to take that time out because I know when I was trying to activate this change in myself, Sitting with myself and being thankful for what I have done or what I, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be physical, monetary. It could be mental too, like the way you think about things, the way you handle situations now. It's something that your past self wish they could have did. So we have to give our current self more gratitude and not be so hard because that really, truly makes a difference on your journey. And I will say that was one of the most pivotal, pivotal, <laughs> pivotal moments <laughs> that I've had um, on my journey in removing things um, that don't serve me. Meaning, this thought, this thought that I've had as being so far into the future and thinking of the future and creating the future that never happened. And um, another thing was realizing that I was using it as a form of escapism from my present not saying my life was you know bad or anything like that um I just you know wanted to escape sometimes so I would think of the future and in terms of when this happens I'm going to be so excited when this happens I'm going to be a better person when this but what 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 and that's really how I had to check myself but um I realized that that was just not healthy. It really wasn't healthy at all because, you know, you're not truly getting to know your your real self. You're not truly getting to know what you like. You're not truly getting to know and trust your journey that you're on by living like that. And that's not good and that's not healthy. But it, what is you know, healthy is actually living in your journey and trusting it and learning from it. Because once you embrace your journey and not the result, it's a great feeling. And it's hard to do that because a lot of times we want to see is what, what we're actually doing, is it working? Um, you know, is it going to even, you know, create anything of substance? Is it going to create a, a change? But understand that. Anything that is different from the way you're moving now or how you're doing things now is going to, you know, create a time of learning. Whether it doesn't work out, you still can learn from that. If it does work out, you can learn from that. So learning that your journey is a learning, um, you know, ongoing learning adventure, thinking of it that in that term really helped me a lot as well. And it actually... I hate to sound like corny, um, made life fun, <laughs> made life really fun. And you know what? Actually, I take that back. I don't sound corny. If I sound corny, I sound corny. Life became really fun <laughs> once I like, you know, enjoyed my journey and my building blocks to you know, my goals. Like, and like right now live to be like, I want to spread this word. I want everyone to, you know, Become the best version of themselves, and this is a journey in itself. You know, learning all of this, uh, learning how to record, learning how to edit. You know, relearning this stuff because I, like I said, I had a podcast formerly before, but enjoying that journey. You know, and and being genuine about your journey. It truly, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it will fill you up. Honest to goodness, honest to goodness. And keep it in mind. That yesterday is yesterday, tomorrow is tomorrow, and the present is now. And as simple as that sounds, when you start changing your mind to that, you really start focusing on what is important right now. And you learn how to, I don't want to say create a hierarchy of important things, but yeah, create a hierarchy in your life that can help fulfill you, where when you're living in the future so much, you feel like you have all this time. And honestly, time ain't owed to you. Nah, the future ain't owed to you. And I don't want to sound, you know, sad or anything like that, but that's a reality check. What's what's owed to you is right now, the presence. The present <laughs> the presence is owed to you right now. That's what's owed to you. And so with that being said, Just having that concept that yesterday's yesterday, tomorrow's tomorrow, but right now in this moment, what's gonna make me feel good or help me or aid in my future self? That's something to concentrate on. And um, once I applied everything that I talked about in this video, I saw a big transformation because for Many many years, a lot of my twenties, early twenties, mid twenties, late, all of that, I spent thinking of my future, and I'm finally now at the point that that doesn't exist anymore. I plan for my future, of course, I'm trying to secure my future, but I'm not addicted to it, and I'm not escaping to it. I'm living in reality, and I'm living now, and I hope that for you guys too. I really hope that you know you take your energy. And focus on loving yourself now in this moment and building yourself up to the best person that you can be. And with that being said, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for, you know, spreading the word of live to be, you know, help to brighten up somebody's day. That's all I want to do because I, this journey for me is real. It's raw. It's uncut. And I'm sharing a lot of my tools that I've learned. And I want to help, you know, those out there that are really just trying to find ways to live for the best version of yourself. But again, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Feel free to like, subscribe, and follow, please. <laughs> and um, with that being said, I am still on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, for those who like the more traditional route. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts and views on anything, you know, that I share. Feel free to email me at Ty, T-Y-R-A-K-E-L, Tyraquel124 at gmail.com. Or feel free to contact me on Instagram, and that is live L-I-V-E, number two, letter B, underscore. Thank you, guys, and see you next week.